Hello and welcome to episode three. My name is Gemma, otherwise known as Filthy. And hi everyone, my name is Judd, also known as Gorgeous, and welcome to Filthy, Filthy and Gorgeous. Right, men and dating part two. This should be very exciting. <laughs> Can't wait. So let's start <laughs> off with types. What what kind of types do you go for? God, that's a question and a half. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, I don't think I have a specific type. Uh, I don't think, if, if you look back at the men I've dated aesthetically, mm. I've dated tall, short, fat, thin, stocky, tattooed, not tattooed, hair, no hair, every colour under the rainbow apart from blonde. I don't have an, like, I'm not opposed to blondes, I just haven't dated one yet. No. Um, all eye colours, you know, I'm really not Not fussy. Fast about the aesthetics I tend to go for creative people just mm -hmm. not that I deliberately pick creative people but I think I'm more drawn to creative people and their personalities and I tend to go for people that are quite outspoken or outgoing yeah. so you know if they have a belief or you know they want something they go out and get it yeah. um, and I think that's probably because I'm I am a go-getter but I'm a quiet go-getter so yeah. I, I like work hard to get somewhere but I don't necessarily shout about it until I've got it no of course not because you don't want to um, raise hopes and things like yeah. that you, you want to share that excitement and everything when you know that you've got it and it's in the bag yeah whereas the men I date tend to be like I'm going to do this and then they'll go and make it happen yeah. whereas I'm like I would really like something let me see if I can get there and then I'll talk about it so yeah. maybe it's because I wish I was more like that personality-wise that I would just be like, oh, I don't give a crap what anybody else thinks. I'm going to go and get it. But I'm not because I care a little bit too much about what other people think. I also struggle to find men that think, you know, oh, I'm dating someone. Maybe I shouldn't put that penis inside somebody else while I'm dating that person. That's a common occurrence for me when I date men. A burn, it's, I think it's a bonus to try and find people that don't. <laughs> I think I think that's good. It just shows how awful they are and they don't appreciate don't appreciate fine wine mm. when they go for a little cheeky three pound bowl or something else. A little Lambrini. Up little Lambrini. <laughs> oh dear. Type for me. Um. Oh gosh, my type has changed so much. Um. I'd go for, I was about to say I'd go for anyone, but no. <laughs> You're a married man. <laughs> I'm a married man. Before, pre-marriage, pre-marriage. Um, oh gosh, I've gone for, I did start with like my same age and I wouldn't go anyone younger than who, than who I was. I just yeah, know because I know what, I know what, I'm not saying that everybody is the same as me, but I wouldn't go for anyone more younger because it's just, it didn't, doesn't make much sense. Yeah, you're quite mature f for your age as well, mm. so I think, yeah, I'm the same. I wouldn't date somebody younger for that reason. I so. couldn't can, can do that to myself. Um, so it's always been kind of the same age or a little bit older, um, and that didn't work out. So I started to go older, really. <laughs> um, and I found that older guys for me just were were better really because they kind of matched my maturity they kind of like we kind of got on us on a on the right level and it just you just kind of cut out all the bull crap really because they know what they want i know what i want and you go from there really yeah they're not playing games oh no it's which is so much more better and then i've obviously gone for 
for Sandeep, but it was it was really weird. I've gone f- from like I don't know I don't know. It's it's weird because I've dated um, like all or skin colours or like nationalities and things like that, but um, Sandeep just stuck out really my other half um, and it was just kind of it was the second person I saw on a popular dating website and we kind of just got Spenty on really smish. yeah spenty sposh tish mm-hmm. and um, we just got on from there really we never actually said like oh do you want to go out with me or oh, do you want to be my boyfriend yeah the childish we, Conversation or wiggle whim, if you're going to be going, I am, but um, yeah, we just kind of just went on from there, really. And it's just obviously, we're married now, so even better. Do you, when you first met Sandy, was it like um, a click, like you saw him and you you knew something was special, or was it one of those ones that was like a I'm enjoying spending time with this person, it just sort of naturally developed into that thing of. I can't imagine my life without you because I know you proposed to him so you know you clearly felt that connection but was it like an instant thing or was it like a a slow build into a okay this is the person I want to spend my life with um I think there was kind of like an attraction to begin with um but I think it was as you said I think it was the second one it was more of it was a slow burner because I wasn't entirely sure because you never are really when you first um, meet someone, but um, I think once once he grew on me, then I <laughs> then he grew yeah, and he gave me his bank account details. <laughs> J- all, all jokes aside, um, he w- I knew that he was he was the one, and I always said that I wanted him to propose to me, but I knew that I wanted to. It was just one of those weird things. It just kind of, as you said, it just clicked, and yeah, surprised him. Maybe and here we are. It's amazing. It really is amazing. I know I love it. Right, next one. What who do you fancy? Do you, do you have a do you have a list like, of like famous people or anyone really? See th- right, okay. As a child I was never one to have posters on my wall or fantasize. Oh I did. Oh really? Yep. Who? Kira Knightley, Curse the Black Pearl. Kira Knightley? Yep. Oh, what about Kira Knightley? Was it her lips? Was it her pout? It was. I don't know. She was just. She had. She was just so um, strong and commanding. Oh, and you she like was, the dominance. And it was just. It was. She was just it was beautiful anyway and gorgeous. Yeah. And it was just. There was just something about. Just something about her. It was just. Fant- it was just fantastic. The way Love. she pulled that coin from between her bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course the bosoms. Um, but I think it was it was it was such, she did such a good job and it was just incredible so you, and I love you were attracted to her talent then and her personality yeah basically if she was just fantastic I still have a spe- I'll still have a such a special place for Kira Knightley she's just she's lovely she's just fantastic very beautiful um, but yeah oh. that was my only poster I I had a poster of Orlando bloom I think that my mum might have bought me for Christmas or something Weird. as like you know like as a stocking filler mm-hmm. um, and you know he was alright but I don't think I was um, you know for look at him I kind of 
had a little crush on I, I was a big Buffy fan growing up so like Angel and Spike but again I didn't have <sighs> I didn't have posters up and I wasn't like oh my god writing fan fiction like girls do these days <laughs> or but do you know what I mean like yeah. it was like when he was on telly he was fit but then I'd go off about my day and forget about it I didn't like obsess like I had friends that had Westlife posters all over their walls and stuff I was never one of those and I think now as an adult I look at celebrities and I go well, you're a human being and like a lot of them I go like oh you've got a wife or I saw you in, in like I liked the character you played but then I saw you in, in, in an interview and you acted like a bit of a dick yeah. and then, but then I'm like but maybe you'd had a hard day and you're just a dick like do you know what I mean like every no one is one set thing and I think when you crush on a celebrity you're crushing on that mental image that you have and not them as an actual person yeah. so like if I was gonna, if if it was like you could have seven minutes in heaven, going back to the old school days oh. with with you know a celebrity crush, I would probably pick someone that I think I could have a really good conversation with because <laughs> first that's of all, what you use it for. First of all, I don't I don't like being intimate with someone that I don't know and I don't have an emotional connection to. And if I've literally just met this celebrity to sit to get in a cupboard and have a bit of hanky panky with him there's just going to be awkward and weird like it's not going to be cool it's not going to be hot it's not going to be sexy even in my fantasies that it would just be awkward um i would probably pick someone who's quite eloquent and when they're interviewed and you watch them on telly or on the internet doing interviews you can tell they're thinking about what they're saying and they're quite thoughtful so mm-hmm. like we were talking about loki earlier tom hiddleston i think would be great to have a conversation with oh yeah definitely because i feel like he has a vast amount of knowledge he's really thoughtful he's not bad to look at so I could look at him and be like you're a very attractive man and we're having a very intellectual conversation yes please and like going along with the the Marvel thing I quite like the way uh, Sebastian Stan's been very open about mental health in his interviews and like that's something that really interests me because of my history so I would probably enjoy being locked in a cupboard for seven minutes with him having a, a discussion because I feel like you would get that personal discussion from them. Yeah, you'd hit a different level. Yeah, and I saw like Brie Larson was like, sometimes fans ask me for a photograph and I turn around and say, no, I don't want a photograph, but how about a conversation? And she was like, some fans get really annoyed by it, but I would actually probably be like, oh my God, a conversation, yes, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about stuff. Like, mm. let's go. So... um crushes celebrity wise not not really i have to get to know someone to crush on them um i mean it could be one date but you have that instant connection to your crush or it could be that i've known someone for years and years and years and the friendship has suddenly taken this weird curveball and now there's something more there that sometimes just happens yeah naturally um so yeah, I tend to only crush on people who were, I don't want to say real, because obviously celebrities are real people, but like real in my small world, real in my personal world. So like bubble. suit your ideal? Um, not even suit, like people can think differently to me and sometimes I think that's really good when you have someone that you can sort of butt heads with in a conversation, but they have to be in my world, not yeah. in the world in general. Okay, fair enough. Um, with me, oh gosh, I um, I have a few, I have a few people. One of them's not a celebrity. 
one of them is just normal, uh, no, normal person. Um, <laughs> is um, it me? Are you trying to tell me something, Judge? You're talking about Keira Knightley. This you're talking is the, about this, the ladies. This is the friendship that takes a weird turn. No, <laughs> no this isn't the case. No. Oh, oh um, damn it! Oh, well, missed out there. Um, so <laughs> it, for me, it would be my top one would be Martin Freeman. I can see that. The Hobbit. Yeah, oh, no. Not not him in The Hobbit, but just... Sherlock Holmes is cool. Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Oh, he... The little we, one-liners. We, we, we could play Doctor any time. <laughs> any time. Any time. just lock me in a room with him and a bottle of vodka, and we would, we would be... Extru- we would have a very good time. Sound like a zoo in there. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints. Um... My uh, one of my neighbours where I used to live before, she used to be a nanny to his kids. Mm. Even see, even better. I've got contacts. My second one would be Channing Tatum. See, they're good-looking men. I think they are good-looking men that you're picking. Uh, but also, they're they're quite they they're extremely good at their craft. Yes. They talented. Yeah. Talented. They're very um. When when they have um, interviews and everything else, they 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 do speak very well and they do have um just how they're they're very um intellectual in the way that they yeah, they come I, across. I think they don't take themselves too seriously. Like I've noticed, they can they can laugh at themselves and um poke fun at themselves, especially Chang Tatum, like when he's in an interview and stuff. So yeah, I know I I oh, yeah definitely. yeah definitely. Oh, oh god! I just, I just had. I it could, up. I could look at them. I could, I could look and admire before you take them in the se- seven minutes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just, just let me have a quick like. The admiration of this fine specimen. Yeah. Of course. But getting jiggy. I would have no problem. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> no problem. And the next one was this um, guy that I used to work with called Josh. Won't say where. Do I know this, Josh? No. Oh, oh, phew! I thought it was another one. No, no, not not that, not that one. Okay. Um, but um, oh, he's just he's just beautiful. Just beautiful. He took off his glasses once. I had to leave. That's cute. I had to. It was like a work crash. Oh yeah, Alicia! I went instantly red, and I had to walk away. I even forgot what I came over to ask. I've had that before. I had. The biggest crush on this guy, and I have to be careful because I do have him on social media. I doubt he would listen to this, but I do have him on social media. But he was he was like a celebrity at university, and people knew who he was. And I've told this story to my friends before, but I remember being in a toilet in a nightclub, and there were like three groups of girls that I didn't know that were in there, and they came out and were like, mm-mm is in this club and then another group of girls went oh my god mm-mm, is in this club and I was like I know mm-mm. and they're like oh my god isn't he beautiful he's like the, the, the hottest man ever da, 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 da. cut to we have groups of mutual friends and we'd sort of been in dorm, dorm rooms whatever they're called in the UK dorm rooms is American but like bedrooms yeah um in halls and um sort of hung out together but not really hung out yeah and we knew of each other and it was very obvious that i had this 
immense crush on him <laughs> and he basically came up behind me and started dancing as you do in nightclub style it's more of like a grindy whatever yeah um as it was back in the day i don't know what it's like now i'm too old but um back then um, never too old and uh, i said to my friend who like sort of like who is it like try and look realize it is mm-mm. freeze freak out don't even say anything to him walk away from him walk down the stairs out the club my friend runs behind me and it, and he's like what are you doing that was mm-mm, dancing with you and i was like i don't know my I, I was in shock that he even wanted to dance with me. That uh-huh. so I exited the nightclub without even realising <laughs> what I was doing. My crush was that big. You could have been Mrs. Mm-mm by now. Oh my god, he's, he, he's still gorgeous now and he's so talented. So it doesn't make it any better because you know what I'm like about creative, talented people and he just ticks all the boxes, but he's taken. So. Oh, what a shame. You know, clearly it wasn't meant to be, and I'm sure he's very happy with his partner living a wonderful life. So, you know, things happen for a reason. Rudeness. Maybe I wasn't right. Maybe I'm just not his match. Maybe I'm not his type. Just because I want to get jiggy don't mean he want to get jiggy. Do you know what I mean? Candle in the wind. That's it. I mean, what happens if you took poor Channing in the seven minutes and he was like... Actually, I saw you make Gem outside. She's more my type. Lock the door. <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> You're not paying money. It's seven minutes in heaven. Don't matter. Um, down payment. <laughs> Although, we always stand for making sure that there is two consenting adults. Yes. Safe to say. Of course. We're all only talking about this in jest. Make sure two consenting adults. No means no. You don't even have to say no. You just have to make sure that they're saying yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, so on from that, red flags when you're going mm. dating and speaking to people or whatever, what kind of things should you look out for? I don't know because I keep dating them, so clearly <laughs> I'm not noticing that these red flags are flying in my face. Why don't you check yourself first? Oh, yeah, maybe I'm the walking red flag. <laughs> I feel like, right, so I've, I've started to date a nice guy. There's no labels or anything. No. We've only been on a few dates. Yeah. Um, and in my head I'm going, when's he going to leave? When's he going to just suddenly stop talking to me? When's he? And I've realised that I've had it happen so many times now that I'm just expecting it to happen. I'm mm. just literally going, okay, so one day he's going to stop talking to me. But then... He doesn't and I'm like why are you still talking to like people give up by now people are gone I've shown you my weird why are you still here well then it's, it's because that they were um, insecure the people before and they've not been able to fully appreciate the thing is you shouldn't let your hurt past make your future adult decisions I don't let I, I definitely try not to let the past red flag guys affect my the way I interact with him so as far as he's aware I try not to let it show it might show but I try not to he he would see like maybe two percent out of the hundred percent that's going on in my brain you know yeah um but I do I do I am very shocked that he still messages me or that he'll message me first or something like what guys don't do that for me I'm usually constantly chasing red flag yeah um 
you know, they only comment or message when they're looking to hook up or to meet up, which eventually, Is. in turn, once you meet up, they want to hook up. Yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think a lot of people before are gaslighted? I've been gaslit. Yeah, definitely. I, I, the, the biggest thing that ever happened to me that made me go, oh my god, this guy is literally gaslighting me, and I never realised until now, was he texted me and said, "Come to my place. Here's the address. Come on Wednesday. Da -da 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 -da. We're going to do this, that, and the other." I was like, "Okay." I was staying over, packed an overnight bag, messaged him at Waterloo, saying, "Train's delayed. Going to be forty minutes late because nothing is moving." And he messaged back going, we didn't agree to meet today. And I'm like literally scrolled up to the text message where he said all this information, sent it to him and he's gone, I didn't say that. And I'm like, I've just forwarded you the message that you sent me. Mm. You How are you still denying it when I have the physical evidence? That and I was still doubting myself going, maybe it was a conversation you meant to have with someone else. What? What? Like, that yeah. is the biggest sign that I've been... Like, I must have been gaslit by him so much previously to that point to yeah. then doubt an actual physical text message that I have in front of my own eyes. And I remember once we were out walking down the road and he made up a lie saying, um, oh, yeah, this is a memorial for a, a kid that got hit by a car. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sad. And I started asking him questions about it. And he went, oh, yeah, no, I actually just made that up to see if you'd believe it. Oh dear. Definite red flags. Oh yeah, definitely. Some people are just stupid. I think he might. Have, he might be flame. a bit of a sociopath. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I'm glad that it didn't carry on further than that. It's yeah. Just for people to make to start making you believe um, things that aren't real and to, like mm -hmm. completely make you doubt it, it kind of like makes you want to. Um, obviously, you're questioning everything, but also. Then go down the line of you completely depending on them, and then they could then potentially turn out a what lot worse. There could be potential um, like violence and everything else afterwards. It's just when you when you do start to question everything, I think it's time just to finish it and yeah. just to go because you're only going to go down a road which isn't going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I've been in a relationship where I made some big sacrifices, but when I made those sacrifices, I basically said, "We are a partnership." Mm -hmm. We are a team. That's what you are in a relationship. Um, you know, this is going to help you for your career. This is what's going to be best for both of us in the long run because, you know, you doing better in your career is going to make us more stable, da, da 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 Yeah. Unfortunately, I made a lot of sacrifices and that relationship didn't work out. Um, but do I regret making those sacrifices? No, because at the time, it was the best decision for the both of us. Yeah. I think when you're consistently making sacrifices and the other person isn't making any at all and you're constantly putting yourself second which i kind of felt like towards the end of that relationship i was doing i was in my own mentality and i don't even think they realized it to realize that it was having an effect on me i don't think they were consciously aware of it because they probably did things before and it's probably what they've grown up with and what they've just done all their lives so they yeah, don't realise it yeah I think they were very much they've had to look they had to look out for themselves until they got into a relationship and they, obviously they'd had other relationships but they had constantly had to look after themselves mm -hmm. um, and the fact that at first I was willing to put myself second 
was just like okay great I can carry on doing what I was going to do and then it just sort of took over that I would make these I would have to think about small decisions and I'd think but how is that going to affect him and it would yeah. be something so simple like do I go out and have dinner with you and then I go oh but is that going to affect him what's he doing what's this what's... like it shouldn't have to be like that it shouldn't have to be hard and you shouldn't have to always put yourself second to somebody else um, you should always be equal in a relationship yeah and I, I think there is give and take though definitely oh, yeah. but I think that's a huge red flag when you're constantly the one to do all the work and, yeah and or to just... make the sacrifices cons- yeah. consistently yeah absolutely I think one of my relationships that I was in I, I was I didn't really think about it until way 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 later on um, and I was just like oh you're a chump Judge, <laughs> you're a chump um, but yeah, he got, um, the guy um, apparently got um, bought some interesting underwear by um, a friend down the road, and I was thinking, okay, what friend and everything else? Because you start to question everything. Yeah. So why are you getting this kind of underwear from anybody apart from myself? Not that I bought bought him anything, and it kind of the question kind of got shut down, and then that was it. What I, what I was I was a bit petty because they got um because he got a birthday card off them and I hid it <laughs> underneath the um the worktops in the that, kitchen. That's not like you. Do you know what no. I mean? Like t- when when so- when a relationship changes your personality and who you are, that that in itself is a sign, isn't it? Because you're not that you're not that kind of person. Oh no, absolutely. It was just like I I I didn't really think about it like that, and I tried to. I tried to leave and everything before, but um, you know, you just kind of like, they come over and it's like chat or whatever, and I was just like, okay, whatever, fine. Um, but then I found out that he um, that he was um, sleeping with other people on the on the route and all kinds of places, and I was what just like, man, I know. So well, he didn't even break up with me; he got somebody else to do it for him. But there we go. Cowards, so Ho-hum. much better off. off like now though and you oh, think yeah. if that hadn't have happened it wouldn't have helped your character develop and then you wouldn't have met Sandeep and you wouldn't have appreciated Sandeep for who he is because I do feel like now now like if when I if when hopefully have met a nice guy I'm going to appreciate it a lot more because I know I've dated assholes I've dated those dickheads and I don't want to go back to that and I know it's not healthy and I know it's not right and nine times out of ten when I go into these relationships I go in and you know because I talk to you about it all the time I go in really positive and he's great and I kind of overlook or sort of have these blinkers on so I don't see the red flags so I don't go in thinking oh he's a little bit of a bad boy or whatever and to be honest the guys I date are quite geeky they just somehow seem to also managed to be a man whore and be massively geeky um you're infatuated it's the infatuation which takes over yeah so i think now i'm actually i because i've had all that shit in the past i've now come to this point where i go okay i want a nice person i want to settle down i want the calmness i want it to be easy i don't want to have to have stress and struggle i want it to be easy fireworks like they pop they bang they fizzle they're gone and I feel like red flags and guys like that, they pop, they fizzle, they bang, they're gone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it literally is that, do you know what I mean? Whereas I want someone that's like your relationship 
with Sandy where hopefully there's no red flags and it's you know that thing where it's easy and it just sort of slowly develops into that nice relationship that you can see yourself only being with that person for the rest of your lives that would be really nice yeah absolutely we, we, we still have a lot of like um, arguments and everything else or whatever oh, Some, yeah. sometimes it's just stupid stuff like, why do you leave the window open and then we have like <laughs> a, a five minute discussion about the reasons and the thought process about why I left the window open but um I think it's very, it's very, it's very interesting. We, we've we've grown up a lot, and I've definitely grown up a lot. And this has been my longest, as I said, relationship um, ever. And you definitely say you can definitely tell when you put the work in, mm. and you don't you appreciate each other, and you do things together, and it's not just about you. You you come to it in the sense like big decisions. You come to a joint decision together, mm. and it just works out just fantastically then it's yeah because I feel like all relationships have ups and downs the relationship that lasts is the relationship that you're willing to work through the down with like you don't Mm. go oh this is getting tough I'm gonna go gonna hot tail it yeah yeah so I definitely feel like that's the kind of relationship that you want one that you can go through the ups and downs and you still make it through because you talk to people that have been married for 30 40 years they're not they don't lie they don't sugarcoat it they tell you there was a couple of bad years throughout that you know but we worked through it together because we wanted to work through it together like so that's the kind of relationship i want where you take the good with the bad because you're a team and you love each other and you want to spend forever together yeah absolutely and as 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 you said to do you need to work on it to make it a successful relationship not just yeah. have expectations of what other people or what you um, of what you want from other people to do yeah and i feel like i've got um a friend that's a couple and they they basically spend every minute together their, their hobbies they do together they live together they work from home their life is them together and i definitely third wheel and her poor partner <laughs> he's like a brother to me and we joke because she's like my best friend and I call her like my wife and I buy her a birthday card that says to my wife right okay. and he's like so I can buy like I have to buy a girlfriend card but I get to buy the wife card <laughs> and it's like well yeah you don't understand that's the way we roll <laughs> um and but it is it I feel like we're a family as friends but as a couple they are very much do everything together whereas I know when I'm in a relationship I like to have a bit of me time I like to have that time away from my partner to do my things with my friends not to say that my partner can't socialize with my friends mm. but I also like me time with my friends like, oh yeah like I'll hang out with you one-on-one but I'll also hang out with you and Sandy yeah do you know what I mean like that's the kind of relationship I like where you get that bit of you have a mixture of everything but then yeah. you want to have your your own time which I think is definitely needed because obviously you can sp- spend your time with the, um, the person that you're with all the time and I think it's sometimes nice just to have like a little bit of time for yourself just mm. to in a sense to recharge relax and everything and then then it's fine after that you need to obviously have everyone I think needs to have some me time but I think at that point I think we'll finish for today I think this is really really good and I yeah. really enjoyed really enjoyed this one yeah I mean we didn't get as a 
deep down and dirty as I thought we might. I was a little bit worried that I was going to be revealing some very deep, dark secrets <laughs> during this. But I felt like, you know, no names were mentioned, which is a start because I'm really bad at slipping up and saying names of places and people and things. Um, so that's good. And uh, it's been fun learning about who you're going to lock yourself in a cupboard with. <laughs> if Channing Just... Tatum goes missing, we know where he is. <laughs> all right we'll see you next time so it's goodbye from her and it's goodbye from him bye, bye.